0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDIC. I
1: was thinking I didn't look good cuz I didn't I just got I just took a nap and now I'm like I look like a witch, but <laughs> in a good way.
0: Yeah, that's a good good kind of witch. Maybe like uh Scarlet Witch. I don't know. Like I a know, but
1: It's so funny that you are like like, um, don't get offended. Uh, what can I even say at this point? It I jealous, love watching right? men just like, <laughs> <sighs> I, I guess I did that and then hurt a penguin. I don't know. That's it's fun funny. for us. And I enjoy every moment. So I'm you.
0: sure you do. I'm sure you do. You, I, you're living up to looking like a witch. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's Keep way that in. <laughs> oh, I will. I Keep will. that in. Keep bringing the... it. He's bringing the the heat. I'm I'm enjoying it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. Another fun show. Oh, Ben, you say it's a fun show every time. Well, I have fun doing it. You know, I have fun doing it and this one was a lot of fun all right how's everyone doing hope uh hope you're doing well crazy world out there pandemic vaccines all that jazz um but hopefully you can escape with this show maybe watch the movie before you you check out our show that we talk about um because you know you gets you more engaged or don't watch the movie and listen to the bu- episode and it'll make you want to go watch it so either way watch movies it's what we do to escape a little late on this episode it's wednesday i know i apologize but you know life there's it's, it's a pandemic i know uh, have you guys heard that it's a pandemic i don't i don't know if uh, anyone's told you but uh but yeah, there's a pandemic. Um, we have a great episode. Again, I say that every time. Uh, but we do. We do. Uh, Alice Wetterland. Uh, she, you can check her out on her show on sci-fi, Resident Alien. Also with Alan Tudyk. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, great show. I'm a couple episodes in. It's uh, good stuff. Definitely check it out. She talks more about it in this episode. But we also break down the 1997 flick, L.A. Confidential, one of those classic cop police noir films. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Here I go saying it again, but I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. She was a lot of fun uh, to get to know and to chat with, and you know, uh, we we tease a little bit, and it's 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 fun as you heard in the teaser there. You know, (laughs) teaser tease. All right, I'll st- stop with the uh, the little corny jokes here. But uh, we have a lot of fun talking. L.A. Confidential. Dave once again is on the show. He he might be back for good, but let's not let's not hold out hope. Let's just you know continue on. If he shows up, great. If not, we'll cry and we'll talk to him and see. Dave, please come back. But you know, let's just. Let's just take it day by day, episode by episode. But here is our conversation with the talented comedian and actor, Alice Wetterland.
1: Okay, so you watched it?
0: Oh, I mean, several times before this, but I watched it again for the show, of course. Did you?
1: Yes, I. I wa- well. I yes, I watched The Departed for uh, this, but I oh I've seen, for this okay. I've seen <laughs> I've seen L. A. Confidential. I don't know, like eighty times. Yeah, so I'm not. I don't need to, but yeah, I did you know. watch The Departed.
0: Okay. So why, I thought the, that why, was important. <laughs> why The Departed? What, what is I that? couldn't
1: find L. A. Confidential <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> so I was traveling i went to, i did a gig on wednesday and i was like oh watch ali confidential and then like i, I have it on my computer
2: uh-huh.
1: i have it downloaded because i watch it like once a year yeah right and a fucking is i couldn't find it it's like some backup i made at some point you know these computers so i was like are you ready for your backup and you're like what does that mean and they're like it's happening <laughs> and so I, The Departed was on this plane. So I was like, you know what? I'll watch this, and it'll remind me how much better Ellie Confidential is than any other thing I've seen. And I honestly held up. It completely yeah, scene I w- by scene in my head, and I was like, this sucks.
2: I mean, for me, I watched Copland to prepare for this.
1: Perfect.
0: <laughs> that's And that Ben watched
1: Bridesmaids.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, naturally. I mean, that's, uh, you know, it, it really... The tone of Bridesmaids, I don't know. Just I know kinda, the movie...
1: Yeah. That's why I chose this movie because I was like, it's the one I don't need to watch.
0: Yeah, so like, <laughs> right. yeah. Why, why prepare? Imagine for... me not
1: knowing anything about it. I, mean, yeah, like, I, know, I love Glenn Close in it.
2: I think that is a first. This this strategy of watching a different but somewhat related movie in preparation for the movie is this is a. New novel novel Street. I think this is one that that's that's gonna take off going forward.
1: <laughs> I hope for I, your sake it
0: doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, yeah, that might. I could be have. Our... I
1: could have gone through with it and been like, yeah, of course I rewatched it and right, and yeah. not suffered from it. But I want to be, you know, I'm I'm edgy. I, we, I say it like yeah. it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Same. You know, we like honesty, so we appreciate yeah. it. Um. So you say well, you said you had. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. Well, I was just going to quickly
2: say, I mean, I would say I think we we must all be in the same boat because I, I think um, maybe maybe Alice has seen it more than than the two of us. But I'd say I've seen this five, six times. So, I mean, even going through it this time, it felt like, yeah, I mean, I,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I picked up on some other stuff going on. I mean, how many times have you seen it, Ben?
0: Uh, honestly, this might be my thing third time all the way through i've seen bits and pieces here and there but yeah i think it's my third time all the way through um but uh but b- before we get into the movie let's talk some alice <laughs> yeah you know um what you said you had a gig i always like to talk to comics and see what uh, how their material has changed has it suffered since the pandemic what's uh, how, how's your material going
1: Um, I was surprised. I did 20 at a festival in Colorado and my expectation was, I don't know why, but you know, I heard about this festival from, um, one of Todd Glass's interns and he was like, yeah, I think it's like camping. People go camping and there's a festival. And I was like, oh, it sounds like there'll be like an outdoor stage, you know it's called the comedy and bicycle festival i'm like oh it's gonna be like a bunch of handlebar mustaches yeah. <laughs> no question so i'm getting all my that material ready and then i get out there and it's like in the middle of this town called trinidad colorado and it's like the very hills have eyes vibe like Ooh. people feel like they just it feels like people just came like every store in town is an antique store oh um, man <laughs> and it's just like super like deep um like it's like a red fun, like redneck hippie mix. Mm-hmm. And uh the audience was very sparse. It was cold outside. It's Colorado at night yeah. and it was late. But they were great. Like really I actually really love performing and I've never performed in Colorado. Anywhere I just like I love like Denver everywhere. I love Colorado. Um but the set was like all new shit. It was like 20 minutes of new material that I made during the pandemic and I'd never performed it for live before. And I was like shocked. Yeah. Any of it worked. And is I do it... think part of it is just like, people are just like, Ooh, experience of seeing. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a real live person in front of me. Yeah. It's... So it's a little bit giddy. Right. Yeah.
1: I just, mi- oh, I just like miss the experience like of like, t- t- I love talking about other comedians bits I love going last and like being like, this guy said this. This guy said this. Or like they're in the room still, and you yell at them. I like giving the audience the experience of like he- pretending they're in a conversation.
0: Right. You what
1: know? <laughs> the thing you said about your mom? Yeah. That's,
0: so that's that wasn't I, you. <laughs> you
1: know? That's
0: what I do at the end of the podcast to guests. I you know call them out for things they said during. Oh my and, god. You know. So guess yeah, it. that'll be that'll you and be Miros. fun. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: but I, I I was surprised. Yeah. yeah.
0: So are do you, is it uh is covid jokes a no-no? Do you stay away from those or is that no. like No. Well,
1: no. I, who does? Is somebody doing that? I I
0: don't, I don't know. I do? you tell me. You're the comic. I'm no
1: yeah, comic. is it
2: does it feel too <laughs> obvious or you're you're diving right in?
1: Right. I don't know. Like I guess certain aspects of it. <laughs> yeah, I do ex- I I expect a moment of people being like you know, you don't want to unless you're first on the show, you don't want to be like oh, I don't know what it's like to talk to people because it's like everybody's going to say that. Yeah. Um. There's How about those lockdowns, are, hey? Yeah, yeah, there's certain things that are going to be like already hacked before even anyone says them.
0: Right, but, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's just so many memes out there about it and everything that it's like... Yeah, you know, but like
1: I... uh, I think I talked about things that were pandemic adjacent just because that was everybody's reality, but I kind of do... Yeah. Yeah. If you do it from your perspective, you know
0: yeah yeah it's it's less you know taboo or whatever you want to call it i don't know but uh but no that's great That uh yeah it's going well and you're able to perform again i'm sure it's very exciting like you said mm. um next time, what uh what can you tell me about uh the new uh show on sci-fi this uh resident alien how uh how how was that experience
1: well, uh honestly, I'm
0: better, I'm better at talking about movies than interviewing, so um <laughs> so just bear with okay. me there, but yeah. No, I'm really no. <laughs> I'm in
1: I feel you cuz I'm just like I have a podcast um and I don't like I'll just go on about myself for a really long time and then my co-host is like anyway, <laughs> how did you get into filmmaking? Like yeah. just like shut up. Like
0: um
1: I uh I love I love resident alien and it was the second show that I did. That was a fucking ca- basic cable, small town alien show
0: Yeah, shot in Canada, yeah. which is like
1: a specific thing. Right. So when I got the audition for resident alien, I went in not knowing entirely like what the project was going to be, not knowing it was going to be shot in Canada yet. And then when I got the call, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This of like the 20 things I went on this yeah. month is the one no callbacks except this, you know? Right. And I was just like, fuck, I don't want to do another alien show in Canada. <laughs> it's just like, that's crazy. Then, you know, there's the idea that you'll get like pigeonholed or whatever. I don't know what I was worried about, you know, but um, the reality is just so, so different. It's just not the same show. And there's, there's, I don't know. I'm I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a like sort of a special category on that show because my character wasn't based on the IP. It's based on a, uh, a graphic novel. Yeah. Uh, series by Dark Horse Comics called Resident Alien. And um, everybody that appears in the show besides me is a um, original character from the, from the series. And I'm not, I was invented to be the best friend, sort of sidekick of um, Asta Twelve Trees, who's the main character besides Harry the alien. She is the person who kind of befriends him and lures him into the town and starts to kind of help him be accustomed to human life. And I'm her best friend. And I basically get free reign in terms of like my character development and just just I mean, script even like yeah. yeah you don't yet. have to and,
2: stick with like some. You're not in a box character wise. It's like yeah. yeah,
1: it's a comedic actor's dream because it's yeah. like I'll get to set and there'll be lines on the page and I'll be like, yeah, I'll say those. Yeah. But what if I said this? You know. And generally, Chris Sheridan, the head writer and creator of the show, he is on set and he just he just wants you know the best thing to happen. And so if if I say something that he he gets my sense of humor so well and I get him and it's just like we are a very close knit group of, of cast members and writers. And I'm, I'm very, very excited about the show.
0: Well, yeah. And very I'm sure excited. working with Alan, I mean, that's gotta be, you know, that's, you know, he's one of the best out there right he's now. He's, a, like, he's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. He's <after>. in everything. <laughs> he's Yeah. You know. He's brilliant. And he, yeah. he,
1: he is so good in this character. He really makes it something that is fucking special and like actually emotional. And, um he's like jerry lewis with his physical comedy. So,
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it almost seems like it has like a third rock from the sun vibes for a little because sure. he's you know he, it's like a single camp third rock yeah yeah exactly yeah except there's uh,
1: like a dark they really do, he really does want to kill everybody <laughs>
0: that's the thing yeah that's uh he's he, he's not we, you mean, know. we
1: made it fresh for 2021
0: well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta just want to kill everybody at this point, I guess. Um, and then, uh, you obviously did season one. It, it was it renewed for a second season, right? It was. Yeah. Cool. When does that start?
1: Um, I think July, I think I'm going to be up there July, August. So
0: nice. Back you know. to, back to Canada.
1: Back to Canada. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to see what? what all that's about. And, uh...
0: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's uh because i see you're from uh minnesota so you're you're familiar with the the cold and all that so it's you know it's yeah. not too
1: and the politeness you know. politeness masquerading yeah. is like a deep deep suspicion and judgment yeah. of others
0: <laughs> yeah is uh is there anything else you you're you're working on you have in the works that's coming up? i have a up?
1: podcast called treks in the city we're winding up our first kind of we've we've covered the entirety of the next generation mm-hmm. we've done
2: oh wow
0: all
1: and it's great it's on forever dog i love it um but we are ending our series soon what
0: i said that's right up dave's alley
1: oh yeah dave you like tng
2: yeah actually it's i was just watching an episode uh last night i forget the name of it the one where uh uh, where data uh they meet lore because he gets tempted to become a murderer uh yeah that one was just on
1: they meet the first one where he meets lore
2: uh no i this is like season six it's a two-parter oh th- right yeah. yeah yeah it's
1: probably called like the only son or some shit something
2: like that, like that. yeah i never
1: know that i'm always like is it gonna be the inner light because it's the only name i ever remember
2: i know because um, you just stream it right and you just yeah, go, just, just plays the next into... one so i never know the episode title well, please
1: listen to treks in the city i hope you like i will do um i hope you i hope you listen and like it i um so we're moving into what we're gonna do next with that and then also um Wait, my do you guys special, get to Star Trek or
2: do you just talk about your life for 30 minutes cuz that's what you said earlier?
1: <laughs> you caught me, Dave.
2: <laughs>
1: Dave, you caught me.
2: He Listen, went there. I do it's want to hear treks about your treks
1: and the city <laughs> okay. to kind of be like, you know, treks yeah. but like a lot of the city. So there's a lot of that. I like we've had multiple guests. Excellent. Like more than 10 get on the show and go T- tens of after guests After 30 minutes. Is this show about Star Trek?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um well, but yeah, I, w- w- it's funny. I yeah, have a special it's... on
1: Amazon and uh, CW Network called My Mama is a Human and So Am I. So you can watch that.
0: Oh, excellent. there we go. Anytime. But Recorded mama, in Denver. Is that an alien show as well?
1: Kind of. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. But like <laughs> the end, my closer, my big closer in that special is about country music and how. It's so homogenous now that it's just seems like it was written by like aliens who just came to Earth that are just like <laughs> trying to blend in, you know, that are just like, I'm a normal guy and a little bit yeah. You're like,
0: hmm. Oh, that's strange. Yeah, that sounds exactly on point. <laughs> yeah.
1: And there's a song called like crop circles by this guy named Brad who's like if the song is like crop circles in the moonlight means us boys have been around making circles in the fucking deep ground and just like and you're like wait so all country songs are just like yo dude like having a beer like a normal american dude also fucking i made the crop circles don't look into it whatever just like wait (laughs) why is this uh... happening
0: it's oh. uh it's funny because i was actually uh i'm a we we watch a uh, new girl a lot and mm-hmm. you're at, the episode you're in came on randomly uh like two days ago and i was like oh, yeah, i'm gonna be talking to her in a i will days, expect so. my
1: 12
0: cents in the mail well <laughs> yep i uh yeah so that was that was all me so there you go you're, you're welcome <laughs> is that is that an actual thing is do you get 12 cents for each view
1: i get a crazy amount of money sometimes i'll get t- i'll get it i've gotten multiple one cent checks
0: oh man before that's insane like, cool, and saves a penny earned
1: not worth the trip <laughs> to the bank but yeah oh that was a fun new girl was amazing was yeah cool set yeah. to be on
0: great show great show i
1: love when you get cast in a show that you really like and you're like just the host at a restaurant you're like yeah. What if the host is like a friend of the people you're trying to pitch yourself?
0: Yeah. Well, Come on. The host starts like...
1: delivering food all the time. I don't know. It's crazy.
0: I'll I'll be that girl. I'll be that girl. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's uh, it's always always fun to to see the people I'm going to be yeah. speaking with. Um, but that last uh, season though, what? That last season, new girl. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. I I I don't
2: know if good I saw or what? it. It just kind of went weird. They like oh. time passes by. It just, it just lost the magic, you know, as every show in, <laughs> seems to inevitably do.
0: before yeah, it's
1: That's killed. what I hope for resident alien. I, I want to work so long that we lose the magic. <laughs> Cause I want to, I want two houses.
0: Well, yeah, you got to jump the shark at some point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at least at least, yeah, get four or five seasons out of it, and yeah, yeah I think you yeah, think you'll be fine. You'll and be and many many, fine. many one set checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <The stack. laughs> but what uh, we are a movie show. We like to have people from you know comics, uh, actors, filmmakers come on and talk about one of their favorite films. And, you know, it kind of gives their fans a different perspective on what they think of the art form a little bit. I mean, we don't have to go too deep. We can go into tangents. We can, you know, we can Talk The Departed. Yeah, we can talk The Departed, (laughs) Copland, and Bridesmaids. All will be spoken about. Um, But uh, so first of all, I mean, so obviously you already alluded to that this is like your favorite movie. But, um, well, you already said, why'd you pick it? So never mind. My next question is irrelevant. you already answered it. why'd you pick this movie? Why oh, is it right. your, why is it your favorite movie? Let's start there
1: I think because it it's like kind of that it's like a X you can't get away from kind of thing where it's just like it feels right
2: <laughs> yeah. I really
1: do it's you know and I've talked to like I have a friend who has a PhD in film and she's like oh, I like confidential you know she's always so disappointed and I'm just like I know. That there's it's kind of like bro-y or whatever, you know, I know there's like parts of it that are like not you know the portrayal of um race relations there's just like a lot right that like could yeah. be there's be- better films out there, sure. but this movie and I have something together, <laughs> and i um I remember my first encounter was when I was in high school, and there was this guy I had a crush on, David Robinson, and he. I loved him. Like I loved David Robinson. Shout out and to David. He loved <laughs> what?
2: Great Shout work, out David, David Robinson.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think he lives in like Florida. Anyway. So <laughs> he is great. And he loved LA Confidential, the book. And then he the movie came out. He's really excited. I think he had the screenplay or something. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I guess this is my favorite movie too. And I so I, <laughs> at least out of curiosity and a love for David, I watched it. And um I remember it, yeah, I remember being like, oh, I didn't know you could do this in a movie. I just never had seen like a, pol- a true like political thriller, but it just imprinted on me at that point. Mm. And I really love now like intricate plot, like procedural yeah. police dramas with corruption involved. There's this show yeah. on the BBC called um, uh, Line of Duty, which is like the whole point of it is like there's an interior anti-corruption police force in the police force (laughs) So every season it's just like finding a dirty cop you know it's just like i'm just like i love it but uh,
0: you should audition for an english show that was a spot-on accent thank you you're welcome um speaking also my
1: impression of jerry seinfeld (laughs) hello i'm jerry seinfeld
0: (laughs) Good. Well that's the You've got the deal? to try
1: driving in New York traffic. <laughs>
0: that's What's man, the deal. I, I we have Jerry Seinfeld on our show, Dave. That's uh comedians having
1: candy. tea with their friends. <laughs> <laughs> driving a stagecoach. Is that even astonishing? I don't
0: know. That yeah, that works. That, I, yeah. <laughs> um okay. but uh yeah, no, like you were saying, I mean yeah, I mean I love the so many different layers to this movie. Like you yeah. said, it's so intricate. Uh, you know, it's described as a neo-noir crime film. Yeah. And which I, yeah, I just love the aesthetic and, you know, just how it looks and everything. It's just, you know, it's, it takes you back. It's got that Chinatown type of feel. Yeah. yeah and um, when
1: I first moved to Los Angeles, I, I, Kind of got back into it again, yeah. and that was my like seven or eight years ago when my first my first like Christmas in Los Angeles, and I I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big Christmas person. I love Christmas from being from Minnesota, you know, well, yeah, and naturally, I, I was like I don't know how to do Christmas here, and L.A. <laughs> Confidential, yeah. you know, besides Die Hard, is like a great L.A. Christmas movie, um, and it gives you this like ambiance of the holidays in a tinsel town, you know, but like right. retro tinsel town. And I was like, just aesthetically, it, it, it pleased me. And so I, um, basically I watch it every year for Christmas.
0: Yeah. It's wow. So it's Pretty your cool. Christmas movie. That's funny because yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem to be in the conversation for that. Whereas Die Hard is like in the conversation yeah. for Christmas movies, but this, yeah, I could see that. I mean, they got the, what is it? The bloody, um, bloody christmas massacre or something they, they, have, they call yeah it's it or... like even
1: more christmasy than die hard right yeah. because yeah. <laughs> they have bloody christmas the first thing that bud white does is like rip christmas yes. lights off yep. of a house and it's like ding 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 and it's like and it like opens in a way like with yeah it's, it's yeah super christmasy
0: oh absolutely and you have, uh, at the time in 97, you had Guy Pierce, Russell Crowe, or basically unknown here in the States or in North, North America. Uh, if you were, we, we want to shout out our Canada folks out there, um, and, and, and Mexico, um, uh, what else is in North America?
1: <laughs> yeah. Right
0: yeah um but uh, yeah so i mean you got these actors who go on to have these this amazing career both of them um and but in the case you know.
1: of russell crowe never get any more talented
0: right yeah and <laughs> you think so i said I right know, yeah man. like i agree like, with you it's a I good performance like yeah.
1: kind of top notch like you watch it and you're like there's depth you know and you, you get he's meant to be this muscle guy and i I'm sure I mean, that's a trope for 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 movies like this big muscular guy who's like he's treated like, you know, he's he's just body, no brains or whatever. But like he lended a real softness to that role. And like, yeah, he's a he's like a he abuses women. And it's like and like, why would I find this character compelling? And part of what I really think is that like Russell Crowe was great. He didn't phone it in at all.
2: Yeah i think and, he kind of makes the movie to be honest even though the yeah. the plot is really good and, and intricate and you kind of have to follow along and all the acting is good but yeah i think russell crowe is the highlight of this movie yeah yeah definitely well, and i think yet... the
1: mom of lynn bracken i mean are the mom of um oh, the girl who he,
0: um yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the highlight for me but otherwise rita hayworth
0: is the celebrity she i think uh Rita Hayworth lookalikes, <laughs> so Re- lookalikes Mom. It's so amazing. Rita Haywurst Lookalikes Mom. No, but the, the
1: woman is just like, don't go
0: out of there. She's
1: yeah. so amazing. I right. freaking love that casting choice. It's just
0: She was cracking me up
2: every time she was on screen. <laughs> yeah. She just
1: what a wacky casting <laughs> choice! Like, just why? Doesn't fit
2: in at all with the rest of the movie, right? At all. <laughs> yeah.
0: <it's
1: laughs> and I what? guess some people might find that to be a. F- I thought it was great because yeah. everybody's just like dealing with her, like, okay.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just yeah. This you know kind of kooky old lady. She finds that you know the birthmark on her daughter, and Guy Pierce yeah. is just like, eh, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, Dave, what are your thoughts on uh, Guy Pierce? Are you are you a Guy Pierce guy? Huh. Not a major
2: guy Pierce guy. I mean, he's really good in this and Memento. After that, I mean, there's not much that I really, I don't really see a lot of Guy Pierce movies to be honest with you. So I'm sort of like I'm yeah. a little neutral to positive on Guy Pierce, but I thought he was good. Um, the first time I saw it, I was really annoyed by the character. I think that was my takeaway. I remember
0: that too. Yeah. Being now I've come
2: team. to appreciate him more. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're supposed
1: to be. Yeah, you're supposed to find him. I. He, I'm, I find him very compelling. I mean, you know, no, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm it compelling.
0: I mean, it, it does not The glasses, you know, that jawline, you know, the jawline. I he, like you know. guys
1: who are like all like uptight. That's uh-huh. my thing. Never was at the time when I first saw the movie. Like guys who were just like the rules. And
2: <laughs> was David Rob? it was it David Robinson? Oh, yeah. He, he was a real tight ass.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> huge tight ass. Just like no, oh, everybody. Um. <laughs> yeah, huge, oh, but it's like, like a... <laughs> oh, but Guy like, Pearson. Guy Go Pierce ahead. is inc- I This is for me, truly, Guy Pierce is the highlight because he, I remember seeing the scene where he confronts um, Dudley in the precinct with the name Rolo Tomasi, Ooh, and yeah, Dudley reveals who you know, like Dudley reveals the name to him, Rolo Tomasi. And in that moment, that's when uh, Guy Pierce has to stay stock still and you have to register on his face that he understands what's going on, but he has to stay calm and not have a reaction to it. And if you look closely, he somehow gets his pupils to dilate.
0: Yeah. And it's,
1: just like poof, this yeah. moment and it's so well done and it to me I just like it just makes me so happy to see something
0: like that right so exciting yeah as soon as that name that. comes up like you see his eyes like yeah mm. just like yeah said, dilate and just like how the hell do you do that Uh and it's just like but, but yeah he can't he can't totally react to it you know because he, he knows now yeah. he knows that yeah. uh, Dudley's up to something I wonder if he
1: was thinking about like being in in the in the outback and like, what would I do if I saw <laughs> a dingo? What would I do
0: <laughs> if I saw
1: a kangaroo like barreling towards me? That's what I'm thinking about.
0: I would initially, I'm not going to try to do the accent. <laughs> I would initially, you know, dilate my eyes, be scared. Yeah. But then I got to keep my cool, you know, yeah. keep my cool. Don't let it know I'm afraid, you know. So and that's uh, what
1: I was thinking when I was looking at Dudley. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like,
0: <laughs> Cool. right <laughs> cool and i mean <laughs> how, uh, that's an, another great uh uh casting there james cromwell oh, uh, cromwell yeah. cromwell you know th- that guy um he's uh yeah just absolutely perfect bad in irish cop right? yeah the Irish bad irish guy, <laughs> exactly um <laughs> What are what are our thoughts on uh, Danny DeVito with his uh, hush hush and QT? What are what are our thoughts on that, guys?
2: It's a little cheesy, right? I don't know how we get around that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really? no? uh, it is. Yeah. I can't tell anymore on it. And that's how close I am to this movie. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I will show other people a movie to be like, is this good? Because I love it. But
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might be super
1: biased. Nah, the,
0: the, it's there's something no. I mean, it, I, I think it sets the tone a little bit. It sets it puts you in the mindset of that era. You know, it kind of yeah, puts you in that again, sets the tone. That's what I'm trying to say. Um and uh it
1: anchors you in yeah, the yeah. type of world that Hollywood was that you're living right. in. Which you know, he is uh I thought he did a great job in the role. Yeah. Um but it's interesting because it starts the movie off from this really like soft place of like you, uh, he's one of those characters that's like a lamb to the what's the phrase? <laughs> a lamb. lamb to where the lamb gets killed?
0: Lamb to, uh, you know, leading it to the we're, we're
2: nodding but we don't know where you're <laughs> going.
1: You've never heard the phrase a I, lamb to the prey or whatever? Lead oh.
2: But yeah, that? yeah, that, yeah, that. But insert, Let's pretend for the
1: sake here. of my dignity yeah, that yeah, it's we leading totally a lamb are, to where the lamb gets killed. <laughs> really I, I feel not. like that's just a
0: I know that I know Elegant where you're getting at. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I I know this yes, I know I'm aware of a saying along yeah. those lines. So
1: the movie starts off with like the series of murders. I mean it starts off with Bud White introduction, but then right. when you see the series of murders that um Danny DeVito's describing, that's Mickey Cohen cleaning like them cleaning up after Mickey Cohen. Right and it's so stylized yeah. and these murders are like these goons, you know, it's Dick Tracy. It's like, you don't care about these people. Yeah. And then by the time in the movie where we're at Danny DeVito's character dying, it's like, that's when it starts to kind of, the whole plot starts to kind of uh, like yeah. tr- spiral in towards things we start to care about, which is, right. this is a nice way of story, moving the story along and making it, Higher and higher and higher stakes, step by step. And he's this innocent, goofy guy who definitely, yeah. you know, he exposed yeah. somebody as gay and then was like, "I didn't mean to," you know.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Go ahead, Dave.
2: I felt like, well, yeah, it, it, absolutely right, uh Alice. It starts off sort of glossy. You don't know what this you know, for your first time. You don't know what this movie's going to be. Is it going to be? Is it going to be lighter and more glamorous? And then it gets no. It, it turns dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know. Do you, do you guys feel the same way? I know I love Danny DeVito, and we, we know he's he's a smaller guy. I just felt like punching him was just su- super cruel. Did you guys <laughs> like, feel that way? I was like, no, you can't hit him. He's not right. like, you know, it's not like punching like Russell Crowe or something like that. I don't know. I felt like especially cringe because he does do. Satisfying.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: He he is kind of a scoundrel. I mean, absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, yeah he's, yeah, he's in there taking pictures of. But that's uh, the. Yeah. That's
1: the thing that they do in the movie, right? They like this person is the becomes a villain when they sacrifice the puppy. Yeah. You know, yeah, and exactly. Danny DeVito's the puppy. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> bringing He's a puppy. The, the one thing I am ashamed if I have to say like I know this is my favorite movie. The one thing I'm ashamed of is the role homophobia plays in the movie because of course the only gay character is this really shitty corrupt like asshole who doesn't have any or backbone is completely treated as like the character is like you know he is controllers of it but then he's like and it feels like a homophobic portrayal of this guy who's gay mm-hmm. and closeted and then he's like ah, he's like crying at the end and he's just like no don't drop me off of a building right Where it's like yeah. yeah like don't drop somebody off of a building
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like
1: okay well you know
0: but I, I mean, I even, you know, I mean, you, you got to look at, you know, I mean, this is 1950s. Yeah. The, the movie is supposed to be portrayed in. Yeah. Um, so I don't but know. If the way there's necessary. no future movies in which yeah. like
1: people are just like now people never do future movies where they're like, and now we're going to fix it. I don't know. It right, just seems yeah. like people just always make old movies about like <laughs> back then it was yeah. okay. Like, <laughs> it was, okay.
0: It was, it was okay. So we can so it's say, fine. These, you can like, say okay. these words and, you know, okay. it's, uh... <laughs> But
1: I do think that, um, you know, in context now there are now that, you know, being gay isn't just like a monolith, you know, there is, is more room for characters who are just like gay and also shitty.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not just uh, yeah, a, a, a device for, yeah, yeah, being sympathetic or anything. It's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they can be shitty, like, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, are, are we, are, 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 am I allowed to bring up Kevin Spacey? Is that a, is yeah, that that's a, a touchy one, yeah, right? You know, can you it? it's who <laughs> shall not be named. I'm sweating. Like, um,
1: I don't know what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can't,
0: uh,
1: I can't defend. Well, but His no, performance yeah. is his performance. It's yeah. Kevin exactly. Spacey.
0: Exactly. Like you cannot deny the talent of Kevin Spacey, no matter how terrible of a actual human being he is. But And no one
1: is denying. That's what I love about
0: consequences (laughs) for people.
1: It's like Yeah, yeah, you are talented in jail.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Go to jail. Um, uh, but I yeah I think this uh, again this is uh, at the height of um, I think he had just won the Oscar for mm. Usual Suspects um, so yeah, he's fantastic is, yeah yeah mm-hmm. he, he really is and it's, and I uh, love
1: that role too I love the way it's written and the way that a person. It's like he's the. I like that there's one character instead of it being um, a cop show about cops dealing with Hollywood. I like that they actually center the cross the crossroads of Hollywood and um, the the police in a person Mm -hmm. who's both a police officer and a Hollywood star.
0: Right. Yeah. Interesting
1: like device
0: I when I first saw this I was like uh I was super confused I was like wait so is he a movie star slash cop like the way they set up that home raid he's like I want the cameras over here and Mm -hmm. like I don't want the floodlights on me when I come out it's just like it's all publicity all Hollywood um yeah yeah, that's
2: interesting because I think in a lot of ways it raises a good point Alice because I was thinking about this before we started is the movie's kind of about it's for all of these characters kind of figuring out who they are and what they're going to be. And Kevin Spacey is, he's like that halfway point. He is in that cross and he can either go on and doing what he was doing before, either ignore it, just treat this like a spectacle and just, Make his his money and do his arrests for the camera with the I don't know what he his pose or whatever it was right and, and you know Guy Pierce had to figure out that too who he was going to be Kim the Kim Basinger character had to she she has a strong identity she's not just not just a prostitute but but she did it like on her own terms which I thought was was interesting and she still had a sense of herself to get back to Arizona and all that also, and, and so, like.
1: It's interesting that the whole get back to Arizona and open a dress shop because being a sex worker is like the absolute worst thing you can be is like mm, not super chill with that but i love that i just just i I, i'm and i'm not defending this movie as like a progressive choice for like filmmaking that advocates for minority communities in any way because it isn't (laughs) but it's interesting i would say to have a lady who's a literal like there are so many actual sex workers go to fucking portland who are like yeah yo i live in this house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it is my sex den and I have my normal room and like my clients are just like people who are like mostly just talk to. It's like a real thing. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, at least we get to act a little. Yeah, and yeah. it seems it's supposed to be sad, you know, but I think it's actually like in yeah. for a lot of people, yeah. it's like, no, this is what I'm good at. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's yeah. really good at
1: this. And she her was the only one that- at the dress shop. Are like terrible.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, you should fuck
2: for a living. <laughs> you got a good thing going. Exactly. Yeah, it- this is not. Well, good. I guess the point that it's dangerous. Uh, but yeah, um, for her, yeah. But it was interesting that she was the only one who who kept her own looks. You know, she she did not become someone else, so to speak.
0: Um, and I find yeah. that interesting, too. Yeah, I think she said, yeah, she's a, she was a brunette. And that's the only thing that's <laughs> different about her. Um, And uh, yeah, this is.
1: Oh, they cut out the line where she was like, and my tits.
0: <laughs> did they cut that out?
1: No, oh. no. Oh, <laughs> oh this okay. is a joke. Ju-
0: OK, OK. Um, I, you know, it's <laughs> it would really undermined. This is why I edit. No, I'm going to leave that in. I'm leaving it all in. Um, What? That's that was the line. Oh wow. Um, Okay. Um, I had a question. No. All right. We're going. No. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) What do we make of Bud White? Because since we're talking about Kim Basinger, what do you think of of Bud White punching her? What did you guys make of that scene? Because I think he's he's fighting whether or not he's going to be the guy who he doesn't want to be all all movie and all maybe all his life, and he does slip up um so i'm uh, just curious what you guys made of that
1: yeah i mean it's not like the, as a woman watching that who it's just like it's it's not a surprising move for yeah. a, a plot to make it just isn't like it's like oh yeah of course you know women are just there to be hit or whatever but it's also it, yeah like like ben was saying it's like it's context and like this is somebody who is living in a society in which something like that was not really frowned upon and not really pr- punished in any way and when you don't have any consequences for your actions like why would you think that was bad um yeah why would you think that was especially bad and if you're lynn bracken you're like well i am trash you know right this yeah is like
0: Ooh. She she almost feels like she deserves it in yeah, in, a, yeah, in, yeah. A, in a in a way, um, but you know obviously yeah I mean it's not okay to to do that but yeah it's just interesting that his character is the one that we see actually abuse a woman yeah. in this film and he's he was the specifically
2: one targeting men who were yeah. abusing women like like to- exactly to mass violence. <laughs> Like, the guy, I don't know, he, he, the, the, the strength and the anger is, like, amped up beyond human ability. Yeah, because it's
1: but, the thing inside yourself, I, yeah. essentially, right? That you're, like, fighting the hardest. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why he hates, like, women, b- people who batter women, because it's in him. It's like this seed of evil.
0: Yeah. 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 You get he the is story not confronted.
1: Of- you know, I, I love that a lot of this movie could be solved with therapy.
0: Um, <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: You know, and The Departed is the same way. If Lynn, if Vera Farmiga's character was like actually a good therapist, like all of this could have been
0: avoided. <laughs> but she's
2: just
1: like the guy would be like Leonardo DiCaprio is like, you want to get a cup of coffee, and she's like, ah! like she can't handle it at all.
0: Well, I mean, okay. if Leonardo DiCaprio asked me for a cup of coffee, I think I'd be the same way. I uh, maybe I don't know, know.
1: I have to say, being in actual Hollywood, you get around some of these like super handsome stars that you see, and then you're like in person and. Just I don't like, know. They have pores.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they very few of them pores. are just like that impressive yeah. in person. M- my my eyes don't have Photoshop in real person, <laughs> you know, in in real life, so <laughs> you know, they haven't invented that yet. We just don't have the technology, unfortunately. Uh, um, I
2: dread the day if Alice ever sees me in person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're you're adorable. You're you're a very handsome, man. Dave, um,
1: look out your window.
0: <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Oh, so are you really on his winner? Right uh, <laughs> I, 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 I actually need I'm help. So <laughs> I'm so gullible. I'm so
2: gullible. You'd have to be in like a van, I think, with that great background or something. Maybe you're
0: yeah. just around the streets. Yeah, my
1: mobile podcasting. <laughs> oh, <too. yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, when you brought up uh, Kim Basinger and, and Russell Crowe, what we thought about that, Dave, I thought you were going to go with, you know, <laughs> he's watching her have sex with, Guy after guy, (laughs) like in his car, like guys come in and out, and then one night he's just like, he just is like, "Eh, I don't care if you've been in with all those guys. I like that. Yeah, (laughs) he's like, well, yeah, that's your job. Yeah, that's your job. I understand. I understand. And he, Uh, it
1: feels like he's watching her as like some weird protector that she didn't ask for. Right. Which and she treats him like that. She's like, I know you're working something out in your car out there.
0: so oh you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously um
1: well nice
0: don't make me cough um <laughs> well it's uh I, now i lost my thought that's mm-hmm. uh that's the uh the i keep theme trying to of think
1: podcast. of the line when he's finally in her house and then the or he comes to the door and the congressman is there.
0: Oh, yeah. What it, does he say? He says, like, calls him a shitbird and, you know, says, like, get out of here. I'll, you know, call your wife. And then the guy's like, OK. And then as he's leaving, he says, uh, officer, and he says, councilman like we, councilman? he yeah. knows he's a councilman but yeah i forget the actual insult he something said.
1: something get out of here shipper before
0: yeah done. yeah it was it was dope it was it was so dope it was
1: so good i love yeah. that
0: part <laughs> i just so want to good. say
1: something like that in a movie so bad
0: <laughs> um but uh i so, saw i mean are we to assume that uh when they it seemed like they were not exclusive but they were like a couple did he think she wasn't doing that work anymore that he was so <sighs> mad that she was with guy pierce like just not Guy Pierce. Oh, I think, I think not that was... Guy
1: Pierce. He's like the okay. main. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I think he probably wouldn't get that upset. But like, right for sure not Guy Pierce.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I would. Yeah, I wasn't sure like what they were going like. What, what, did he's he think the guy were...
1: who's like, he's the thorn in in Bud's <laughs> side. Like he's like everything that's wrong in bud's opinion with the police force in general and he has all this nepotism going on right buds this like salt of the earth guy and then they kind of come together and they're like oh i like the idea you know dave you were saying it's about identity i've kind of had the idea recently that like it's about how in the police force within hollywood there's like a hollywood of police there's like the police itself were pretending. The police itself were not fighting for truth and justice. They were just this fake show yeah. of police that were just basically like in the the mayor of the pocket of the, the mayor of the pocket. They were yeah. just like <laughs> all they were doing was like becoming the criminals themselves. And so within that police force, Bud and Ed find each other. And are like, I guess we're the only two police here. And Kevin Spacey's yeah. like, I'll come too, I guess. Yeah. And then no, that's fantastic. it. And then fantastic they just clip. fucking mow down the entire
0: rest Right, of the yeah. How many people yeah. do they
2: kill? It was like a It's dozen. amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: I think we have to kill all of the, police.
2: Yeah, the whole it, police. Nobody left.
1: As a defundant policer, I'm like, we could just do what they did in LA Confidential <laughs> and go out to whatever stardust motel Yeah, and just yeah. fucking see what happens
2: bud white and ed exley out there and yeah russell Crowe uh hiding under the floorboards of the house shooting people out the uh, the basement uh, and then through up through the- <laughs> I
0: mean, so just- good yeah that, i mean yeah that's one of those yeah it's like the classic like end shootout and it, yeah it's just so like uh yeah so fun to watch and so
1: like ed exley's glasses in that scene when they're like you know and he's like his glasses are fogging up and he's like all I ever wanted was to measure up to my father. And Bud's like, now's your chance. Because his father died. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <And> they share <laughs> so they share dark. a moment there. They, like, chuckle at each other. Like, he's like, because your dad died in duty. He's like, ah. Oh, so good. Yeah, zinger. Um, uh, what, what I find very ironic, though, is I, I, it feels like uh, Spacey's character is the one who gets true redemption in this Mm -hmm. because he's like, you know, he's, he's corrupt. He'll just do whatever for money and, you know, just, uh, kind of go with whatever, just, uh, as long as he can still work on that show and, you know, uh, get his money. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's fine. Uh, but then when, you know, he needs help with this kid actor who got killed, Uh, ed is like well i'll help you if you help me with um you know with this whole night owl thing you know because or because he finds out that bud is tracking the whole night owl case as well um but uh but yeah kevin spacey basically he goes to um uh, Crumwell because he finds out about this buzz that gets killed. Uh, that was a former cop that he finds in the uh, crawl space of the house, mm-hmm. and it's uh, where am I going here? No, um, <laughs> no, no, no uh, that that's the moment. So Kevin Spacey gets the money from uh Devito, and then I love that moment. Kevin Spacey's in the bar has the fifty. And like you can just see his yeah. remorse and like his sadness and just like what what am I doing? Like what yeah. what, what does this money mean at this point? You know, right? And he yeah, just, and like, I think sets it it on in Matt Reynolds he
1: saw himself. He saw yeah. like what Hollywood is supposed to be about. Yeah, right. You know the hope and the like, sort of like glamour and opportunity and creativity like he saw that stuff in this kid who's just like do <laughs> an idiot
2: yeah and hilariously he fucks- stupid and He just like
1: way. you know Where do i know you from at the he's like <laughs> and then i had this idea to do that to everyone i worked with and you're like oh okay well um <laughs> but but yeah and he he realizes that like what's the fucking point what's the fucking point of being like in this Hollywood game, if you're just going to take everything good and that's involved in it and squeeze it out, like,
0: yeah, not exactly. Worth it. Yeah. Not worth it at all. And, yeah. uh, yeah. And then he has that last moment with Dudley where, you know, it, he, uh, tells him about, uh, he knows the identity. Of the... Yep. Exactly. Yeah. says that Rolo Tomasi and that haunts, uh, Dudley, because that's the name that, uh, Exley gave his dad's killer because they never found his killer. He's the guy that got away with it, and uh, and yeah, that kind of kind of haunts him. And then that's what we were talking about when Dudley said it to Exley. It becomes a secret and password. Reaction. And <laughs> right. imagine, I'm sorry. No, you're-,
1: <laughs> you're dying. Like you got shot. And in that ten seconds before you die, you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna say a thing that's a perfect thing that's gonna be the thing that translates the thing." But you're like, <laughs> right. "I'm not doing that math." I'm like, right. ah, ah, no! oh, you the whole time?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be me just freaking out.
0: Exactly. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> but I'm gonna. Yeah. You really move, put it together. Mo- I'm gonna move the plot forward instead. Yeah, uh, for this right, yeah. <laughs> movie, I'm living in my head.
2: Oh, <laughs> um. <laughs> tangent on that because I I looked up Rolo Tomasi just I just Googled it and uh, it's actually someone has taken on that name as as an author uh, and they wrote uh, you can find this on Amazon the Rational Male. And yeah, Roland Tomasi is one of the leading voices of the globally growing male-focused online consortium known as the Manosphere. So, Alice, since you're such a fan of the 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 movie, uh, you'll no doubt uh, enjoy this book. So, yeah, that's a good read.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh i can't wait to meet that guy
0: yeah, yeah that's uh yeah oh it's that so anything...
1: weird
0: that this is my favorite movie <laughs> it ruined it. it no i mean it's it's great it One it... one best screenplay kim Basinger, one uh best supporting actress um but uh you know it's i love movies made in this era yeah or it's, like 70s it...
1: movies era 80s 60s yeah I love movies made in the 90s
0: yeah it's just yeah and it's just so many layers to the movie i mean you even got the uh you know they they pin the night owl murders on the african-american guys and you know that's uh you know at first. oh i
1: guess that is another character that's that's gay that's not that's given like a who is not a villain and a weird shitty person the character Ooh. of the um the young kid who pees himself in the room oh right. yeah yeah and he's like basically 15 or something and he's gay and try and basically he is sympathetic in the sense that because he raped that girl <laughs> this is so crazy for anybody who's not seen the movie they're just like well, <laughs> what this other What's thing <laughs> This is like the busiest night of their lives like he um so those three kids um, in the in the beginning of the night owl murders were um the patsies, basically the people right. that Dudley's crew decided to pin the murders on because they did it and were involved in this crime ring. So they were yeah. like, Oh yeah, there's a." they were just basically made it up. They're like, Yeah, there's some shotguns in a car in this neighborhood that's largely African American. So like it's probably them, so go find it. And then they just planned
0: <laughs> the Probably. <laughs>
1: And then everybody's yeah, like yeah it's... it does seem like they do murders and right. they go search <laughs> and they it's find the murders. guns and at Exley's one of the cops that finds the guns I think with Bud
0: or no Uh with uh with no with another random agent that got killed during that shootout
1: With the uh, random agent the yes. little guy yeah Yeah the little guy actually great I think he's a good actor but um so it, immediately at Exley's like this is weird and um they like chase them get them and arrested and then they're interviewing them and i love i love interrogation scenes oh
0: my god this interrogation scene is is one of the best it's so brilliant yeah such a great (laughs) oh my goodness such a
1: he's such a fantastic and how crazy would it be to be like hey do this interrogation um the whole department's gonna be there, even though right. we have other jobs. Like, we have right, other yeah. stuff going on.
0: Is it got murderers birthday? On the birthday? Like, why
1: are they all gathered? Right.
0: <laughs> like, what's going on? Isn't that right? uh, yeah, I love that break of the chair. Even when he's uh, they're doing um, uh, Danny DeVito like beating him and stuff. Yeah. Like, he lifts the chair up. It's yeah, just like... he
1: just chairs are like not safe around. <laughs> yeah,
0: there. definitely not. Uh, but, but uh, there was one one thing I wanted to touch on real quick is uh the. There's something with his glasses and then everything being seen through glass or through a lens. Mm. You have so much of the interrogations being seen. The first thing we see is him looking in on Spacey when he's talking to like the... uh, the guy that's above the Chief of Police, probably the guy that's above yep. Dudley. you see him looking through the glass. they keep mentioning his glasses about wearing those. you have them taking pictures of him you know uh the in, giant in glass dirt.
1: windows that are in the mid century yeah. architecture getting broken during the the ra- the like mafia yeah. killings
0: um, yeah, yeah it's uh there's something there it's a metaphor for something um what if we just find
1: out it was like heavily sponsored by corny yeah. glassware <laughs> <Horny, yeah. laughs> um, exactly
0: uh, for yeah, me it's uh, true but, because there's a lot yeah. of like
1: one-way glass
0: yeah like it, for me it's almost like uh you know uh i, I don't think Exley believes in the corruption at first uh, he must, in some sense, like so. He's like kind of looking at things in a rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. a little bit, um, and uh, and it's Hollywood. Everything's yeah, through he, lens. He takes off know. those
1: gl- when when they're like lose the glasses all the time. People just yeah. keep telling him, yeah,
0: yeah, lose so the there's... glasses,
1: and it becomes if in that context like a really good bit of
2: advice.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I don't know why yeah, they just he...
2: didn't call him a nerd. You know that would have solved yeah.
0: it. <laughs> That uh, it, was, it was pip squeak in <laughs> it the lasik. 50s. You, pip, you yeah. pip squeak back then, not nerd. It wasn't a term yet. It
2: but was. I mean, he really, really is in the beginning. He's the guy who's like, uh, well, actually, according to police procedure totally. on uh, Rule 5, uh, subsection B, you must uh, do this and that. And they're just like, shut up, nerd. That's really that's kind yeah. of
0: what it is. Basically. He does not
1: fit in there at all. And it's just like really strange that. He would even be. Yeah. And even, and Dudley points that out like, you're not a detective. Like, you have no, you don't have the spirit of detective at all. Like, it's dumb, but you could be a captain. Like, you could be, you would lead this police force. I don't know why you're doing this.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, and at the know, end yeah, of the this... movie,
1: we, he finds out why he's doing it. Yeah. He becomes yeah. the thing he wants to be, which is really redeeming. My favorite line is in the big, again, as chair gets, horribly murdered. But <laughs> when Bud is beating the shit out of Exley because um Jason Str- who's the 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 pimp who gets the f- photographs taken and mailed to Ed. Oh right, yeah. Bud. It um, starts with
0: a P has an X in it. Yeah that guy. Um, he yeah. Patchett.
1: Patchett, Patch It. Patch it. Here's oh, It doesn't have an X in it. Okay. The photo Here's <laughs> <Pierce> Pache. <laughs> sends yeah, the go. photos <laughs> And Bud gets uh, predictably insane and goes after Ed Exley, you know, yeah. and then Dudley's like, I wouldn't give all the whiskey in Ireland. Yep. Um, and Bud's like beating him up and then finally Ed gets through to him and he's like, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. You have to understand you're doing this for, for them. They're, they wanted you to do this. They want us to kill each other. Right. And he explains it and then he's like, and Bud's like, okay, great. I guess I'm on the same page, but one thing, like the Night Owl case made you. You want to tear it all down? And Exley's like, with a wrecking ball.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You want to help me swing it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so brilliant. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's just like such a hurrah.
1: Lines like that, too, as an actor, I would say, are kind of difficult because when you get to that point in the script where it's like, oh, and the thing no one would say because it's too slick, it's too big, (laughs) you know, and here I've been playing this character truthfully to the best of my ability. So to be able to deliver that line... You know, it's you so. You have to hit it.
2: it.
0: You
1: have to hit it, and it's yeah. it was so well done.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's a, yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, you would never say in real life. Yeah. But, uh, in the in the movie, movie I try world, to be that person, works. but yeah, it's not. <laughs> it just doesn't work. People are like, mm-hmm. "What the hell is she?" Say? No, all right, no. Um. Uh. What's uh? So we're at the end here. What's um. What happens like cap the captain dies a hero, they say, but like why 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 does Guy Pierce go along with it why 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 does Ed go along with this?
1: I think he's become a political you know the kind of political yeah. mastermind that can like he ne- he understands that he needs to work within the system that exists that yeah. he can't change a system he becomes like a a moderate in a way where he's like this is now going to Continue to fester unless we figure out a way to move forward.
2: Right. Um, and he I know. Met,
1: I know yeah. how you work. I know how the media works. And here's what's going to happen. And you know, he makes a trade and he makes a deal that makes it so that like the safety of the city is actually put right in some sense. In is prioritized. And yeah. he says he basically he says like. He's, you know, after the the killing at the hotel, what's the name of the hotel again?
0: Victoria the, Motel. Victoria Motel. Victory? Something like that. Victory, victory Motel. Yeah.
1: After the Victory shootout, when everybody fucking dies, the <laughs> end is the end point is that like people in the media are becoming aware of the length of the, the like the depth of the corruption within the police department and how oh. tied it is to the money in LA and the <laughs> real estate and everything. And so they're like people they're like well we could the police will you know have to pay some sort of price for it but at the same time if we don't like elect a leader of this if we don't like put somebody if we don't make a hero out of one of the people involved like we won't have a police department anymore sure yeah you know i exactly. think is-
0: yeah yeah so he's got to make some sort of trade-off there like you know i still got him i still got him down but yeah. you know we i still have to work the system a little be that politician um, yeah it's an
1: interesting Definitely. that's kind of how i yeah. saw it but there might be more to it i i yeah. should read the book
2: actually
0: yeah, read the book and let us know. Um, I hate to read. I know uh, reading sucks. Uh, words. <laughs> Twitter's ruined me. Yeah, what's? Go ahead, Dave. You were gonna. You had a point.
2: Yeah, it's about compromise and pragmatism, and I mean, even the fact that he lets Bud White kick the shit out of everybody when he needs him to. I mean, it does. That's certainly not by the book. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess you know, sometimes there, I think there is such a thing as righteous violence. And I guess it's up to all of us to determine what that is, depending on the side you're on, but maybe you do just need to <laughs> kick it's someone's cleaning ass. house. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a point where you need to do that. I think. And I think simply, um, you know, this, this absolute uh, absolutism following the rules is, uh, it won't sometimes will not get you anywhere. So
1: there's, yeah, it's like, but at the same time you, you kind of walk away from the movie going like, um I hope I would hope that the people in charge who have the guns are people who understand what's going on yeah. enough yeah. to paint a picture, like because even though I am a member of the public, sometimes it's like I don't need the public to know everything. Right. Right. We right. are stupid. Yeah, of course. I'm smart, but we are not yeah. smart. So <laughs> You know, like, he, I I like, you know, that's why I like people, like, I, I am a, I'm not a moderate Democrat, but like certain things that like, I, I respect people who are good at politics, because it's like, it's not, it's not not a skill. It's an important thing. If you're in going to be in charge of systems, right. to be able to communicate what you're doing in a way that doesn't fucking burn everything down every day.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And. I gotta find that balance.
1: I, it's like it's like very mature. It's like the maturing yeah. part of his career. I don't know.
2: I think that's yeah. right. I mean, yeah, because you could, yeah. What what would have been the actual consequences? Would it have lost public trust forever? I mean, what would what would have been? And he's like, well, I'm using them all, while while uh, while they use me, and someone who, I mean, he knows the truth, right? So, um, and he we we, we I guess we believe in Guy Pierce at this point to help reform the <laughs> LA police. Right, Department.
1: that's the thing. We walk away not knowing. right you know the extent of like what has happened or what's going to happen I have the idea that like people like Ed Exley are and his because the thing is it's a legacy too it's not like Ed Exley by himself he his dad was also the guy you know like his dad was Ed Exley who was like trying to do the right thing so there was like him and you know hopefully there's other police officers and he is in that position now to be in charge yeah he's got all these medals and shit
0: yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just such a great, yeah, detective f- film, like noir. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it just w- goes down as one of the greats, that's for sure. Um, any final thoughts on this movie? Anybody? Five-minute long silence. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, all right, that's LA I think I
1: discovered in this conversation why people are surprised that this is my favorite movie because politically... It doesn't really make any sense to me, you know. Like I'm very, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not like super pro police, you know. And I'm also, but I love, I love fucking police drama. I yeah. love police I procedurals, mean, and I fucking love, and also like
0: it's storytelling, you know. Right, not, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's it's not I real life, it's, you know. Right. Right. right.
1: That, but I think it's important but, in the way we tell our stories and the way sure. we're responsible about. It. And I don't think this movie does that perfectly. But I really. At the same time I, I cemented the fact that like the it it is a story that has the types of like um nimble storytelling and right um I I just really appreciate a well written script, you know, that like like you're saying the glass thing, I had never even noticed that. And the way that the lines are like placed throughout this so there's not like you know you'll notice like in for instance in the departed it's a good comparison yeah (laughs) mark Wahlberg's character has all these great lines right and like you're thinking scorsese like he's like this amazing filmmaker whatever mark Wahlberg has like a million one-liners in that movie but the problem is he literally never does anything else he's not a full person in the movie if you watch because there's never one moment that he's owned or he's given vulnerability it's mm. always just like he walks into every single room being like fuck you asshole <laughs> you're a fucking you know it's just like and, every yeah. second and, and then everybody he leaves and everybody goes he's actually really nice and that's like the joke. <laughs> they play over and over again right
0: and but he's this, the one he's the yeah. one actor in that that uh, got a acting nomination which yeah, is- <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. crazy
1: because like he literally didn't it's probably even point. read the script but like yeah. <laughs> in this Maybe. movie we Maybe have those great yourself. moments right but it's like it's spread out throughout mm-hmm. the show
2: right in yeah. this
1: way where it's totally believable and fucking earned yeah
2: and yeah. every character has their own little moment throughout this film uh yeah, yeah you get to see uh, yeah it's not just <laughs> i don't know everyone everyone has a chance to shine and they and they all do um, it's crazy yeah. to
1: me that so much happens in this movie as well yeah and i
2: know it's <laughs>
1: Like, yeah. I remember watching The Killing and I was like, this movie, it all, it's paced properly. I just, I look to it for writing inspiration because it's paced properly. When I watched The Killing, I was like watching... And they discover that, you know, Rosie Larson went to the prom. And they'd be like, go to the people she was at the prom with. And they're like, oh, you're going to have to talk to the people at the after party. And they go to the after party people. And they're like, oh, th- she went to the meeting with her professor after the after party. And they're like, what? Right. And then she's like, oh, she was with the mayor. And it's like, sorry that this girl got killed in the busiest night of her life. And it's like an entire season's worth of detective work for you. It's just like, <laughs> things need to make some sort of sense at right. some point.
2: <laughs> Definitely. Did you guys? My last thought, I guess, is the, the the level of how bad the cops were is a bit shocking, isn't it? Like,
0: as in just they're
2: basically they're, like no. the mob. <laughs> no, that's, what's, kept, that's yeah. what's
1: I'll send you some articles, Dave, or actually, I'll just hand them to you. I'm outside, but okay. The there's a fucking like in the LA. I mean, this is in L.A., right? The movie's in L.A., but yeah. in the L.A. LA Sheriff's Department, there's a gang who have a quota for, like, how many Mexicans they kill. Jeez. It's, like, That's, not... It's just yeah. totally real. It's, like... It's just, yeah. like... I mean, for first of all, there's, like, lots of cops, but, like, there are so many corrupt cops. It's crazy yeah, it's because nuts. they're just unregulated.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, I'm I've never been to LA. I don't I've I I don't know much about it. But yeah, that's insane. Well, <laughs> that's police unions insane. are
1: something that are different than normal unions, and so they've made it so that yeah. there's.
2: Do we want to start that sentence? No again?
1: accountability. <laughs> yeah, we're, now you're in it.
2: Yeah,
0: what we're you in should it really
1: do is I honestly for this show would be really funny. I'll start my spiel like my tirade about police accountability and qualified immunity, and you could just like. <laughs> Shade the sound out. And be like, <laughs>
0: anyway, like music starts playing me off. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm <laughs> I'm tiring. I'm tiring. I understand. No, no. It's, I uh, no, it's, But it's you guys are awesome... delightful. No, you are. It's awesome hearing your thoughts on this film and, yeah, just hearing, hearing your your crazy thoughts in general um, as a witch. <laughs> it was witch, so
1: great to talk about it. As
0: a witch. No, absolutely. It was a blast. Where uh, where can people find you on the social medias and all oh, that? Oh, just my
1: first and last name on both the Instagram and the uh, Twitter.
0: There you go. That <laughs> easy, folks. Uh, well, uh, we really appreciate you coming on. It's been a blast.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: go folks la confidential alice wetterland hope you enjoyed it as much as i did you can follow us on twitter at blockbuster cast on instagram at blockbuster mentality that's where you get all the updates on the show when new episodes come out what future guests will be on the show so definitely follow us on there be sure to rate and review us on itunes helps us out a lot and yeah uh stay tuned for more episodes hope everyone's doing well all right folks well that is it for me for dave and alice i'm ben and as always grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies